0: Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Mike Chen. Follow me on Twitter at Mike F Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten M. It is Thursday, September third, twenty twenty, and tomorrow is seeming like a massive day for the Big Ten because there are so many rumors. Once again, this is literally Days of Our Lives Big Ten version. It is a soap opera. Every single damn day for the last two weeks now because you look and see what's going on and it's absolutely nuts. The Big Ten decided to cancel the season, the fall season and move it to the spring uh, without really any concrete evidence as to why they were doing that. Kevin Warren continued to cite uncertainty Uh, a week later after being dragged through the mud. The Big Ten finally comes out with a statement, a statement explaining why, uh, due to testing and unknown variables, they didn't feel safe that they could put the players into a situation like this. Well, guess what? Just last week, on Friday, all of this came crashing down because there are rumors of the Big Ten potentially getting a chance to restart, kind of going back on that, whereas Kevin Warren has been fairly firm about the fact that there is not going to be a fall season and you just needed to move on. Well, the rumors continue to persist. And yesterday, the the meeting with the president and Kevin Warren, and it's just, or or I'm sorry, on Tuesday, but I brought it to you Wednesday. Uh, It's just, wow. I, I just, at this point in time, anything literally could happen and we all know that the big 10 has been requested multiple schools uh, 13 of them with the exclusion of northwestern because i'm not quite sure why uh but due to laws we cannot or anybody you know a lawyer can't ask for freedom of information act for uh northwestern but every other school they did and nebraska lawyer omaha nebraska lawyer mike flood he's Looks like he's uh you know on the course of getting this done because uh, there is now a court order that says the conference must hand over records that Flood has asked for for the Freedom of Information Act, and he's going to find out what they talked about, what the Big Ten talked about, and it's going to come out. It is, however, yesterday, it might be a moot point, because the rumors are now that the Big Ten is potentially having a vote tomorrow, another vote tomorrow. To potentially see if that eleven to three vote has changed, and they can move forward and try to have football. Now this is a an interesting development, obviously, because you just don't know. Again, it's it's days of our lives, big time, and we don't know. What the hell is real and what the hell is fake? And that's the crazy part. These are all just rumors right now. So the revote supposedly is happening tomorrow, uh, and pretty much what they've discussed, according to Nebraska Athletic Director Bill Moose, said Thanksgiving is the earliest model that they've discussed. However, uh, big media personalities like Dan Patrick have gotten reports That the Big Ten is aiming for an October 10th start date. And the October 10th start date makes a lot more sense. And reason being, this way, the Big Ten would still be able to have enough games to have distinction to get into the college football playoff. That's the key here. The key is giving the teams an opportunity to get to that final four. And yeah, it's really only one team in the Big Ten that has a legit shot, and that's Ohio State. The Buckeyes are looking like they have a championship roster this year. And you, you can tell why. They were one of the schools that wanted, that voted to play a season. The other being Nebraska and Iowa. Iowa, I think it was for monetary reasons, as we see now. Iowa and Gary Barta have asked for a loan of seventy to seventy-five million dollars to cover athletic budget deficits that they're going to see. Uh, many athletic directors talked about losing upwards of a hundred million dollars if football wasn't played. Well, that's you know that number is massive, and that number is probably fairly accurate if you're thinking about it because uh, when you're looking at the situation in Iowa you've got say 70 million dollars is what they're looking for and everyone's taking 10% pay reductions right now uh their top coaches although you could make an argument that you know paying Chris Doyle after they fired him for another 18 months doesn't make sense the extension of Kirk Ferentz and him only taking 10%, which is just not even a a small amount comparatively to other coaches that had to take some pay cuts for Iowa. And they're making less than a million dollars. You know, it doesn't make sense for me to see that, you know. You'd like to see the bigger name coaches. Fran McCaffrey, who uh, said something yesterday as well that's very interesting, uh, along with Ferentz those guys should be the ones that take a bigger pay cut because they make more money and they've been at the school for a longer period of time and they've created that wealth whereas the other non-revenue sport coaches they're not banking like these guys so you know it would have made more sense for me at least from a monetary perspective to ask those coaches to take a larger pay cut as opposed to the smaller coaches because when you think about a smaller coach say a small coach is making $250,000. I mean, 10%, you, you know, you're, you're looking at $25,000. That's a, For you and I, the, the, the average person, yeah, that's that's a significant chunk of change. But when you're making six figures, yeah, it's, it's, it's money that you would have liked to see in your pocket. But, you know, talk about when you're making seven figures. Then that's a big difference. So I, I'm just not quite sure. But, you know, the rumors are right now that it's looking like October 10th is, is the likely start date. And I think that's okay with me. Um, that gives them, if they get things going and have everything set up by the weekend and are able to have teams plan during the weekend how they're going to start getting their preseason work done, then okay. I'm fine. I'm in. You know, it it's just been a roller coaster of emotions for the Big Ten the last three weeks or so, up and down, back and forth, not knowing whether or not the conference is actually going to end up playing and whether or not they're going to play in the spring and testing and, and all of this. It's just absolutely nuts. It really is. And, you know, Michigan came out all of August. They had zero, zero positive tests. Penn State came out with their numbers yesterday. Out of 221 tests that they had administered last week, only one came up positive. So you have to wonder, what's going on here? How is this so difficult for these presidents and chancellors of these colleges to realize that there's a potential that they could do this. And at this point in time, I figured it's easier to take a shot than it is to not and have them go through all of this and be ready as opposed to not be ready because now the Big Ten's behind the ball. They're going to have to ramp up practices once again. And yes, we continue to see Schools stop practices, like Iowa. Iowa stopped practice right now. They're going to resume through after the weekend, you know, Labor Day holiday. They're going to get things going on Tuesday again, and we'll see how that works out for them. They've had some issues with the COVID nineteen virus, but they've they've tried to push through and persist. And although that is not the greatest idea, I, I'm very pro mask making sure that you protect yourself and other people but at this point in time with what the SEC is doing, the ACC, the Big 12 you might as well just give it a shot the Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever the hell you want to call them they haven't been relevant since USC and Pete Carroll in the early 2000s. The only Participant they've had really in the college football playoff that has made any noise was Oregon in the first year. And Ohio State soundly beat them for the national title in 2015. Yeah, Washington's made it. But we haven't seen USC make a college football playoff. So the Pac-12, good conference, but they just beat up on each other and ultimately end up on the outside looking in of the college football playoff race. Whereas, yeah, the Big Ten, they've missed out a couple of years. Uh, they have back-to-back seasons where they didn't make it. Ohio State last year uh, stopped that trend. And it looks like they are going to continue because they're the class of the conference. They haven't had any big names opt out. And you have to wonder, is there a possibility that some of these guys, if fall ball is back, Will some of these guys decide to actually stay? Will Rashad Bateman say, you know what? Maybe I can come back. Has he signed with an agent yet? How about Micah Parsons? Will he do that? Would he do that? Rashawn Slater. Would he do that from Northwestern? Rondell Moore. Purdue. Would he do that? There's some interesting questions that are going to come about if the Big Ten reverts course. And decides to go back and try to have football this fall. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know the answers. I guess we will find out. I don't know about the NCAA rules about what they have done and what they haven't. You know, if you've hired a uh, an agent, you'd have to figure that they probably aren't going to be able to get their eligibility back. However, odd times call for odd measures, and there's potential that. The Big Ten would say, hey, all right, well, you know what? We're going to give a leeway here. The NCAA says we're going to give a little bit of leeway due to the the odd circumstances. And maybe we could try something different. So we'll see what happens with that. But what's also interesting yesterday is that the NCAA, they're in a money pinch as well. They're going to furlough their entire Indianapolis home base staff later on this month, through the rest of the year. So this is not just affecting the Big Ten, this is affecting everybody. Not having collegiate sports is really hurting the NCAA. Another note, before we head out to the basketball side of things, and I just want to say that if this vote actually happens, this is going back to the vote, because there are rumors that right now up to six teams are going to vote yes. So that's a swing. That's a half. They're still going to need, you know, I, I, I think they're going to need minimum eight votes. So they're going to need two more schools to jump on board. We'll continue to monitor what goes on and what all these athletic directors say, and if there is an actual vote, and, and if the Big Ten releases, what the vote will be, and how late they'll release it if that happens. But that's just, it's something to watch for. The vote could happen tomorrow. Like We'll find out a little bit more information today as the news cycle goes through, but from what I have seen, it looks like they're going to vote. And I'm excited for that. I think they should have paused it at the beginning anyways, but I guess it's better late than never to come back on an issue where you might have been wrong because when you're seeing the other conferences uh, getting ready to play football, you know, it's it hurts. And the parents, Big Ten Parents United, and it hurts. It hurts a lot. All right, let's move on to a little bit of basketball news as I told you, that Fran McCaffrey had said something very interesting. Uh, he said yesterday during a meeting with the media that he's 100% sure a season will happen. Well, I tend to agree with McCaffrey that a season will happen. I'm not sure it's going to be a full season of college basketball like you would expect. I think it's going to be a little bit watered down. I don't think you're going to see as many out of conference games. I think they're going to try and limit the travel. Uh, obviously, we've seen the NCAA, uh, like I reported a couple of days ago, that they've trademarked battle in the bubble. So you have to expect that they're going to have at least you know one sort of larger tournament with teams that are in a bubble. I think that would be smart to have some buffer zone between that tournament and outside of it, and getting back into whatever kind of play that they're doing. You know, I'm cool with that. And I think they should 100% think about doing bubble style when the NCA start as well. So we'll see if they continue with that. But, uh, you know, I, I do think McCaffrey's right. I do think we'll see a season. I don't know how much of a season we will see, though. That's the key here. Minnesota gets some really good news uh, as Richard Pitino, their lame duck coach, is getting Center Liam Robbins. He's going to be able to play right away. Uh, played very, very efficiently for the last two years at Drake. And now that he's ready to go, he's going to fill that role that Daniel Oturu uh, is leaving void because Oturu obviously has moved on to the NBA. Uh, he potentially could be a first round draft pick. We'll see. I, I do think he gets drafted. I'm not sure where, though. Uh, there haven't been a lot of NBA mock drafts because the NBA. Did have their lottery. There was some excitement after that. But they're kind of kicking the tires as to when they're going to do this draft. So we don't know. But uh, there's potential that Aturu does get drafted in the first round. Uh, However, the more important part for Minnesota is that Robbins is eligible. He will be on the court for the Gophers. And that's really big for Patino and his career at Minnesota, because like I said, he's a lame down coach. He needs to have a good season in order for Minnesota to decide to retain him. And so getting any of the help that he can get and getting transferred Liam Robbins to be eligible immediately, the NCAA makes weird decisions, and this is another one of them, but a good decision on the part for Minnesota. And that's going to do it this for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. I appreciate the listen. Go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. Rate and share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a great Thursday, Big Ten fans. I will talk to you tomorrow morning.